Hello and welcome to the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Selectomy, I'm joined by Greg for looking ahead to New Year fixtures in Scotland on Monday. Hope you had a good Christmas, Greg. How's things? Yeah, good, thank you. Um, I'm glad to have a few days of respite off food and drink. Until you're back on it again. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a busy time and it's busy in the football front as well, isn't it? Yeah, obviously Boxing Day, it, it's always a busy card in, in the UK, especially in England. And I think in our last podcast, I think we did really well in, in Scotland. I think we had four or five winners on the podcast last time. I think that was for the last Friday, actually, yeah. 23rd of December. I think the championship goals, all six games over one and a half. Falkirk goals and I think we had a part of this will be Clyde double as well so four out of five in the last podcast so it'll be great to emulate that again today. Yeah it was a nice way to end the year now we're hoping to have a, a winning start to 2023. The new year fixtures are traditionally derbies in Scotland uh, there's not too many derbies around but I think the uh, organisers of the league have tried to arrange as little travel uh, for fans as possible, so which means we've got like Aberdeen v Ross County, we've got Kilmarnock v St Mirren, uh, we've got St John's and Dundee United, Livingston v Motherwell, but the two standout games are in Edinburgh and Glasgow, it's Hearts v Hibs and Rangers v Celtic. Yeah, that's a really cracking card, quite difficult to decipher to be fair, I had to really dig deep to try and find some value, the bookies have sucked the life out of these games <laughs> in terms of trying to find an angle, um, you're trying to find goals markets, cards markets, are set really high, the lines have been set really high and we, we always get that when Rangers and Celtic play and when Hearts and Hibs play, especially yeah. on the cards front, so you, you'll have to be really really smart to try and get a really good angle on, on cards in these two games but yeah, there's alternative ways to look at it We'll come on to that shortly uh, let's start at Ibrooks. it's Rangers v Celtic it's second v first, nine points between the two sides, Celtic obviously in the lead at the moment uh, all the pressure is on Rangers, Greg and this is probably the first test for new manager Michael Beale who started well in terms of points, four wins from four but maybe not as impressive uh, from a footballing sense as they maybe like to be going into this game No, I don't, I don't think it is and I think four wins out of four is great but as you say, I wouldn't say they've been firing in all cylinders, Rangers, in those four matches. But another win against Motherwell at home um, midweek. And it sets them up for this game against uh, a swashbuckling and winning machine Celtic. It's quite incredible, their stats this season, Celtic. And I think Ange Postecoglou gets a bit irate sometimes when speaking about going away to clubs who've got good records. Mm-hmm. I think people forget just because they were so good Celtic this season and last season, just how good they actually are. 18 wins from 19 is phenomenal. Yeah. And they essentially have a 10-point gap over Rangers now, including the goal difference. Yeah. I think Celtic on plus 46, Rangers plus 26, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. So it's essentially 10 points. It's must, must win for Rangers. For me, the league's over already anyway. But for Rangers' perspective, you don't want the league to end at the very first kick in, Jan- in January in the new year. So it's an absolute must, must win for Rangers. 11-5 in this match, Celtic 6-5. It'd take a brave man to back against Celtic, I think, in this match. But it's interesting the fact that Rangers have to win this. They're at home. Their recent record against Celtic hasn't been great. I think Celtic have won the last three of the last five. Just one Rangers win in the last five. I think that was an extra time, to be fair. So, yeah, it's going to be a fascinating match, but John Beaton is the man in charge. Yes. Um, and to be fair, the stats aren't that bad in terms of cards. 
I think it's three, four, five, three, five, three, and three in his last eight or his last seven games he's refereed this it, season. He has given five reds in nine games so far. That's all I'm saying. Well, as, definitely with VAR in the mix as well, I wouldn't be surprised to see a red card in this match. But the bookies aren't daft and they definitely over-egg this game in yeah. terms of the card front. But interestingly, on the card front, if you look back across the, the, the last nine games in this in this fixture, only once has there been at least seven cards in the game. Yeah, so it's interesting. Six, seven, five, 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 two, four, four and four. So it's not a match that is awash with cards like people may think. No. I had a look at the the player card markets and Auto, know, absolutely disgraceful. Well, I'm assuming you've I'm assuming you've had a look. I was going to say I'll give you a hundred quid if you can guess first time who is head of the market to be first booked. Oh, oh, sorry, to be cash. booked. Yes. Um Alfredo Morelos. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. It's Oliver not? Oliver Abelgard. Oh, wow. A Danish loanee who's on loan at Celtic, who has made nine appearances this season, all of which have been on the off the bench. So absolutely no idea who's pricing up these. Well, I don't know who prices up Scottish carpet sometimes. It's absolute madness. What I would say is, if you're looking for a bit of value, Paddy Power tend to have the the best prices when it comes to Scottish cards. Mm-hmm. A player typically five to four or six to four, what other firms is likely to be two to one or five to two with Paddy Power. So I'd always encourage people to, to look at Paddy Power when doing any player card bets in Scotland for, for player cards. I know you've got a, a couple of kind of card-related bets, or one card-related bet lined up, but in terms of the game itself, how do you see it panning out? Do you know what? I've got no idea. Um, Celtic aren't going to sit in and just play there for the draw. I think they'll play the way they usually play. Um, play try and come out the traps pretty fast. I think it's a really fascinating game, but Celtic's away form, one defeat in 26, and that was at St Mirren. I think they won 20 of those games or something like that. So, um, a 65 for Celtic. What you typically find in this match, the prices are the wrong way around usually. You'd usually find the home side in an old firm game would be 65, and the away side 11 to 5. 11 to 5. So this is probably as big as they've been for a while now at home, Rangers. Uh, given the fact this must win, though, I do like the look of Rangers on the corners front. They, they're hitting a league high 8.8 corners at home this season. And they've hit seven corners in all, at least seven corners, sorry, in all 10 home matches. So they are four to six to hit five corners, which I think is a great bet. Yeah. And they're five to four to hit six corners. And there's a couple of ways you can look at that. Back the single on the over 5.5 at 5 to 4. But I'm going to double it up. I'm going to double up over 4.5 Rangers corners at 4 to 6. And under 8 cards um, at just over um, 11 to 10 with bet 365. Yeah, and you'd mentioned some stats about those cards. It's been a while since it's been as many as that, eh? Well, there hasn't been any, and I think it's been, I think it's 10 games now since you last saw eight or more cards. I, I, I think we try and find a bit of an, a different angle in this game in terms of going under cards in the first half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've done Beam, that before, yeah. done that a few times, had quite a bit of success out of it. I think you can get under three first half cards and over two second half cards pays evens. Uh, John Beaton will be looking to keep his cards in his pocket early on, and I'm fairly confident that will be a, the case again in this match. But all it takes, though, is one really bad tackle early on. Yeah, and that's I, think that, I think that happened the last time, did it? I can't remember. There was one game where 
it was all going pretty quietly. It was fine to <laughs> half an hour, and I think he booked four people in the last 50 minutes of the first yeah, half. So yeah, it, which it can happen. Yeah, can but happen. when you look at the stats, I just think under eight cards, I'm fairly confident under eight cards will land. And with Rangers to get five corners at home in a must-win game, it was a pretty solid bet builder for me. Yeah, I think that's a fairly decent shout. Um, OK, we'll leave the... Glasgow Derby there. There is another Glasgow Derby which we might touch on uh, later in the podcast. Uh, Queen's Park host Partick Thistle in the Championship. But let's have a wee look at that Habs v Hibs Derby. Um, it's one at three o'clock on Monday, second. Um, Hibs, where do you start with Hibs, Greg? <laughs> Can't work them out. All I know yeah. is don't back them at home, odds against, odds on. <laughs> yeah, golden rule, obviously. Um, but I just think they've been massively riding their luck this season. I think 16 points out of the 23 that have won have all been won against 10 men. Um, and they've thrown in a couple of late goals that, that's won them some points as well. So even though they're, what are they, sitting eighth in the table or something like that at the moment, um, and they're not too far off that top six place, it still feels as if they've got more points than they probably should have. Yeah, they, I totally agree with that. I think it's something I've highlighted for months now is they've they really have had the rub of the green this season, Hibs. And don't get me wrong, scoring goals in the last minute shows character, but I guess playing against teams who are going to get booted and sent off against you also shows you must be doing something right. But they have had a lot of things go their way. Mm-hmm. I think they might have hoped after that 4-0 defeat of Livingston might get the season back on track. Again, a match in which I think um, Jason Hulk was sent off in yeah. 15 minutes into the match. Yeah, early doors, yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's hard to look too much into that game. They obviously steamrolled uh, um, playing against 10 men in that game. But they then hosted Celtic and were just blown away, weren't they? 4-0 they were, Celtic. They were good for three minutes. Yeah, they got three corners in the first three <laughs> minutes. I was delighted with that. <laughs> and uh, they they travelled so, to Hearts, obviously. Yeah, I was just going to say the opposition. I mean, Hearts, I think, we've kind of waited for Hearts to reach this point in the season almost, haven't we? Once they got Europe out of the way and it's starting to kind of look like they're just going to kick on now, secure that third place. And then Lauren Shankland, they've seemed to have a goal scorer, which no one else in the league has got. No, it was always interesting to see how he would get on back in Scotland after the short stint in Belgium, but he's been brilliant. 15 goals, I believe. Yeah, 15, albeit, eight of which have been penalties, albeit, yeah. Yeah, half of them have been penalties, but still got to put the ball in the net, and mm-hmm. he's done that. I think since coming back from the World Cup break for Hearts, got to be pretty satisfied on the scoring front. They've beaten Kilmarnock 3-1, a 2-2 draw against Dundee United, which we'll be disappointed with, and a hard-fought 3-2 win in Perth against St. Jonathan um, a few days ago. Four goals for Shankland in those three games, three penalties, and he's played quite a good shot again to get on the score sheet. I'm quite looking forward to this game. Mm-hmm. I do think Hearts are now in pole position to to finish third, which contradicts what I thought at the start of the season. Don't get me wrong, Hearts, Aberdeen, both up there for third, St Mirren, St Johnson is there as well. I think at the moment Hearts have got a game in hand over Aberdeen yeah. and are three points better off. So I think there's a very good chance Aberdeen going in the opposite direction at the moment. Mm-hmm. So I think it's all there for Hearts to finish third and 65 at home to Hibs. It's a great very, place. very tempting. Yeah. Yeah. I think and I'll probably go in that, I think. Yeah, it's one of those ones that you're kind of loath to jump on because these games traditionally don't live up to expectations. Hibs have pulled off the odd result here and there, but I just think based on the forum and the way the two teams are playing, I think that price on Hearts at home looks great this weekend. Yeah, I'd say so. I think they can now go eight points clear of Hibs. 
if they if they win yeah. this match. And that would drove them out, I think, from Ehibs finishing anyone near third. Yeah, it's not happening. <laughs> no, it's not. Over 2.5 goals is interesting as well. It's quite short, though. It's 10 to 13. It's not a fixture in which I would say is a wash for goals. But recent fixtures in the 2022 calendar have been a little bit better. I think 0-3-1, 2-1, and 1-0. So I do think we'll see goals. I, I do think we'll see some cards in the match. Plenty of candidates across both sides. Again, the, the cards line set for this match um, set very high. I think looking at cards, yeah, over 5.5 is 5 to 6. I think there's a fair chance that will land. Um, but for me, I'm going to go for a bet builder in this game. I think over 1.5 match goals, hearts double chance, and over 3.5 match cards at even money is a very, very solid um, bet builder at evens. Yeah, as you say, you're having to get creative with some of these bets this weekend. Yeah, it's difficult to find any value, I think. I just like the look of the bet builder angle, and that's probably going to be the case across quite a few of the bets on the 2nd of January fixtures, and just try to get um, towards that even money mark. But yeah, I do like the look of that uh, treble bet builder at Tynecastle. Two goals in the game, hearts double chance and four cards, even money. Yeah, Kevin Clancy is the referee, another man who has brandished five red cards already this season. So He does love a card, doesn't he? Kevin <laughs> a wee red card double in the, the two derbies would be would be quite nice. Uh, okay, next up we've got Aberdeen v Ross County. The pressure's really mounting on Jim Goodwin. This terrible away record is really dragging Aberdeen down this season. Um, and you know it's a bad day when you're having to apologise to fans for your team's performance. Yeah, unacceptable really, isn't it? I think I said on Twitter a few days ago, Aberdeen fans will probably accept home defeats to Celtic and Rangers in the manner in which they lost those games was sore to take. Mm-hmm. A late goal against Celtic and obviously two 93rd, 94th minute goals against Rangers is absolutely sickening. I think I read a tweet as well. When Aberdeen were two and up in that game with seconds yeah. to go, they were nine points behind Rangers. Yeah, they're now twenty points yeah. behind them. Amazing. Um, they're in free fall at the moment. Aberdeen two away games at St Mirren in Kilmarnock, tough games, but you're still expecting Aberdeen to go there and get some points. They've lost three one and two one, and as you say, Jim Goodwin's had to apologise to supporters. I've said from the very beginning, for me, wrong man in the right place for this appointment. <laughs> He got the job off the back of a what a five-game winning run for St Mirren, yeah. which was off the back of a ten-game losing run, something right. like, like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the pressure's definitely mounting. Uh, Thirteen to twenty for Aberdeen to win this game. I think they're very, very fortunate for two reasons. One, they're at home, and they're playing who I think will be bottom of the league come May in Ross County. I think they're really struggling in Ross County now. Yeah. I think Dungeon United will finish above them. I think Kilmarnock will finish above them. And I can list all the teams in the league who will finish above Ross County this season. <laughs> uh, Ross County, even money to finish bottom this season. I think it's a decent shout. Not scoring goals at all. Um, Uncle Roy is going to have to get the checkbook out in January, which he often does um, for Ross County. But they're really struggling. And it's probably the best team Aberdeen could be playing, I think. I do think they'll win this game. I do think they'll get three points on the board and stop the rot, but I don't think I could be backing them at that price. Just look it's, po- it's probably a best a bet a match best left alone. Yeah, just looking a wee bit too short, don't they? Um, okay, are you heading to St Johnston for Dundee United? No, I'm not. Unfortunately, I'm down in Manchester for for New Year, so I'm going to miss that match. Um, it should be a cracking game, to be fair. Local derby should be a great crowd in Perth for that game. Dundee United coming into this in 
to say fine fettle, to be fair. Yeah. Two to draw against a decent heart side and a really just, solid. Should have won, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. And a 3 0 win at home to Ross County. So they come into this in really good shape. 9 to 4 for Dundee United. St Johnson 5 to 4. Played well in spells against Hearts, but that first kind of half an hour against Hearts was damage was done. 2 0 down. Missed a penalty right in half time to make it 2 1. And ended up losing the match 3 2. That was off the back of a 4 0 defeat to Celtic, which prior to that, six unbeaten, four yeah. wins, and two draws. Yeah. A very, very tight game, but I have to say, I do like the look of Dundee United on the double chance market at 5 4 and four Dundee United corners. Um, there's, there's a few ways to look at this game, but yeah, there's definitely a bet both an angle in this game. Yeah, Dundee United 94 to win, um, but they've not won away from home all season. Eight games, three draws, uh, five defeats. And there's quite a few teams you can you can bracket in that can't win away from home um, group. Dundee United, obviously one of them. Uh, St Mirren on another side who struggle away from home. Kilmarnock yeah. struggle away from home. Quite a few sides struggling away from home this season. It's a derby match. Five to four for us, I think, is a bit short. Just mm. given now the last couple of games for us, Dundee United in better shape off the bottom of the league. Their tails will be up. And nine to four isn't the worst of prices. Yeah. Okay. One of the teams that do have a good record away from home is uh, Motherwell, who are awful at home. <laughs> uh, it just seems to be one of those leagues. They go to Livingston uh, Monday. Yeah, thirteen points from eighteen this season from Motherwell away from home. I think they have the worst home record in the league, Motherwell, and they travel to Livingston. The bookies obviously can't separate these two. Both sides thirteen to eight. Have to say that thirteen to eight in Motherwell certainly appeals and it definitely appeals on the double chance market but I do like the look of corners here uh, Livingston a tough couple of games for them beaten at um, Hibs 4-0 and they got a 1-0 draw at home to St Mirren albeit playing with 10 men in that game again for the second match in a row I think Pittman was sent off this time so racking up the red cards Livingston probably going to be cards in this match but very interesting, Motherwell have, I think, the third or fourth best record away in the league for corners, mm-hmm. just under six corners per game. And when you look back across their last five matches, they've hit seven, five, 11, four and seven. So that 11 was at Hearts at Tynecastle, and they hit seven at Ibrox um, two days ago. So by all means, very decent away from home, racking up the corners. They're even money to win the corner count here against the Libby side who have shipped more corners in the league than any other side. Their last five games, Livingston, they've shipped 8, 11, 10, 9 and 5. And off the back of that as well, they've lost their last eight corner match bets. So I do like to look at Motherwell here. And there's two angles for me. Number one, Motherwell to win the corner count at even money. And there's a nice little bet border as well. Motherwell double chance and over 3.5 Motherwell corners also pays even money. Yeah, that um, double chance market alone looks quite interesting. Motherwell got a fairly decent record against Lovey. They're unbeaten in their last seven. They've won five and drawn two. And as you said, outside Celtic and Rangers, I think they've got the best away record uh, in the Premiership. So uh, that's definitely an angle worth looking at. Yeah, I really look at this one. I do. Okay. Uh, last game that we're going to have a look at on Monday is Kilmarnock v St Mirren. Big win for Kilmarnock uh, at the weekend there. Derek McInnes would have been delighted with that win over his old club, Aberdeen. Yeah, he, I think when it comes to playing or um, playing against Aberdeen, obviously Derek McInnes has got a great record managing Aberdeen against Kilmarnock. 
and he's ca- he's continued that. <laughs> I think Aberdeen's record at Kilmarnock was one win in thirty or one win in twenty-seven. Was, that, was a, one defeat in twenty-seven? Sorry, that was a massive, massive win for Kelly. They really did that win. Seventeen points now from the nineteen this season have been collected at Rugby Park. Mm-hmm. Very, very strong home record. So very surprised to see them placed up at thirteen to eight here against as Mernside who've only got four points on the road this season. And that's four points on the road out of their 25. So a lot of St Mern's good work done in Paisley, but away from home, they've been pretty rank rotten St Mern. And I just think the 13 to 8 is big for Kilmarnock, given their home form, St Mern's away form, four to nine double chance as well for Kilmarnock. Not the worst of it. Yeah, and it's interesting, you know, we spoke a lot about home form and away form, and I think... Um, I think of my dad, he'll just look at a league table and see where people are, the teams are positioned in the league. But actually, that wee bit of extra uh, insight, I suppose, in terms of looking at the home records and the away records can really make a difference when you're having a bet in the Premiership. Massive, massive difference, especially in, in this league. There's sides collecting 85, 90% of their points at home, collecting 10% of their points away from home. Definitely something worth considering as well. And I think looking at teams like Aberdeen and Hearts, who people probably fancied to win away from home because of their big clubs, mm-hmm. but both so we, both of those teams away from over the last 10 years or so, I wouldn't say it's been that, it's been that great. Mm-hmm. But in, in this match here, though, Kilmarnock, you have to look at Kilmarnock's home form on that plastic pitch against a side who really can't buy a winner away, away from home. And 13-8 to eight, um, is very, very tasty. Having said that, St Mirren, huge opportunity for them. They've got two games in hand on Aberdeen on the same points as Aberdeen. And I just wonder if Div should be looking at his passport for next season yet. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Um, they do have two games in hand on Aberdeen. And it's quite remarkable. They're sitting on, on in fifth at the moment, a point ahead of St John's with two games played less. Mm-hmm. So if they were to get a win here, they could move quite comfortably into, into fourth. I think it's going to be a long season still to go. A lot of football still to be played. I don't expect to see St Mirren finishing anywhere near top four. But to be respectful to St Mirren, there's no reason why alongside St Johnston, Livingston, possibly Hibs, that they could find themselves uh, in top five, top six. Yeah, all those teams feel much of a muchness at the moment, don't they? Yeah, there's only, what, five points separating Hearts in third and Hibs in eighth. Yeah. So there's not much between the sides in this league. Yeah. Okay, so in terms of that game, obviously, advantage Kelly. You have to say so. I, th- I think there's no way Kilmarnock should be the same price as St Min for this. St Min, Kilmarnock should be favourites for this game. Okay. All right, we'll recap all the bets from the Premiership just as we wrap up the podcast. We'll have a very quick skip over the Championship and the... Got to the top of the table, um, leading that table by a point from Queen's Park. And then terrific forum. Dundee, the whole star growth uh, on Monday. Uh, seven wins in a row for Dundee, which is a long time since they've probably done that. Um, that's in all competitions. And they're now nine without defeat. One to two to win on Monday, Greg, which for big hitters might be uh, quite a decent bit of value. Well, they were much better than that when prices for this match came out about a week ago. I'm pretty sure they were four to five, which really? I'm kind of missed the boat a little bit on that one. Um, one to two though, I still think it's a very good price. Talking a team on a great run of wins at the moment, top of the week against an Arbroath side who are really toiling this season. There's eight points from safety in terms of the relegation playoff spot. 
Um, sorry, seven points from safety, sorry. So it's been a long, tough season so far for Dick Campbell's side. And to go to Dundee and get, get it from the game, I don't, I don't think so. Dundee wanted two looks banking material. Yeah, and I quite like to look at adding uh, over one and a half Dundee goals to that, which takes it to a five to six bet builder for a wee bit of a more attractive single. Yeah, especially the amount of goals Dundee are scoring. Obviously, last time out, a cracking win down the air. I think, did they play against the 10 men in that match? Not sure. I think they played with 10 men and still got the win. So they're a point clear now. And obviously, I've put Dundee to win the championship on the channel about, what, two or three weeks ago at 7-4. to four. Uh, On the basis that I just thought they had the better squad and they'll, they'll see it through like Comanic did last season. They're now even money now to win the league, Dundee. Yeah, which is still a very good shout. Absolutely, absolutely. And that could be doubled up with Ross County to finish bottom for a nice double as well. Yeah, true. Uh, I touched on the Glasgow Derby. Uh, the other Glasgow Derbies, Queen's Park v Partick Thistle, just three points between these sides. Queen's Park got themselves into second in the table. Uh, and I think what's been really interesting that we spoke maybe last season, the season before, about Queen's Park ambition to be the third biggest club in Glasgow. And they've won the last two matches against Thistle. They're now above them in the table. Um, and a chance to go six points clear of Partick Thistle uh, with a win on Monday. Yeah, this should be a cracking match. I'm not sure where it's been played. It was, but it was still at Hamden, this one. I know they have been playing a few games at Hamden, Queen's Park, in December. But either way, it's going to be a cracking match. Both teams scoring goals. Thistle at home have been really good. Not so good away from home. But fully expecting goals in this match from both sides. A little bit short, four to six, but it's probably the right price to be fair. Yeah, and it looks a good one for Akers. I think goals Akers on Monday. That's yeah, absolutely. I would definitely chuck this game in a, a goals accumulator. Yeah, we'll be having an cap. Okay, anything else in the lower leagues you want to have a quick look at before we move on? No, not at the moment. There's, there'll be stuff that I share on the channel um, over the next few days. But there'll definitely be stuff from League One and League Two as well. Okay. Can you just give us a wee recap then of our best bets for Monday? Yeah, so starting off with the old firm, Rangers at home to Celtic. I am taking Rangers over 5.5 corners at 5-4. to four. And I'm also taking a bet builder, which is Rangers over 4.5 corners in the game and under eight cards. And that pays just above 11-10 to 10 on the bet 365 bet builder. Um, moving to the Hearts v Hibs Edinburgh Derby, also on Monday. I'm taking a bet builder again in this one. And it's over 1.5 match goals, Hearts double chance, and over 3.5 cards, and that pays even money. And going into the Livingston versus Motherwell game, um, two angles in this match that I really like the look of. Motherwell double chance, and over 3.5 Motherwell corners pays evens. And I'm also taking Motherwell to win the corner match bet at even money with bet thesis five. Good stuff. Okay, that's us for this week's podcast. Now, don't forget, you can follow Greg on Twitter at Browning84Greg. I believe you're over 7,000 followers on there now, Greg. Yeah, big thanks to everyone. Um, Yeah, over 7,000 followers, so people must be enjoying my drivel about (laughs) St. Johnston, Scottish football and um, betting angles and markets. So, yeah, it's been a really good year as well on the channel, I think. 11 months out of 12 profit for 2022. And I think we're going to deliver a 10th consecutive profitable month, albeit a modest profit for December. But profit's profit, um, especially during a volatile time with World Cup in November, December. Um, Please to get through the month unscathed and again, another month of profit delivered, which is great. Yeah. 
Well, Tenner was a, a superb record, so well done to you for that. And of course, if you're not already a member of Greg's private channel, then make sure you check out his uh, Twitter feed for all the details and how to, to subscribe. That's us for this week. Uh, hope you all have a great new year when it comes. Hope we have a, a winning start to beating the bookies on Monday. And best of luck with your bets when it comes. Yeah, thanks everyone. And all the best for the for, 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 for.